स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो सुन रहे हैं आप गपशप का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बस दोपहर के दो बजकर सिर्फ पाँच मिनट हुए हैं अब से लेके तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नजरों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताते हुए कि बाहर का मौसम बहुत अच्छा है और टूटे टूटे बिखरे बिखरे बादल छाए हुए हैं आवाज से आप पहचान ही गए होंगे वो महिला जो कि बहुत जबरदस्त है अपनी फील्ड में और सब कामों में वो आज हमारे स्टूडियोज में आई हैं आपका नाम है द वन एंड ओनली अनीता डेला कोटी What about like an applause? I feel like yeah, you could do like I, a, I could do an applause thing or something. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'll I'll put an applause here. There. Yes. There. In Not future, I want an applause. You know those stadium applauses. Yes. Oh, you know. Yes. 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 <laughs> the cheering and all. Yes. Oh okay, my gosh. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. For you, we have to do that. Mm-hmm. For Doctor Mini, we have to do the drum, drum roll. roll. And who else comes regularly? I don't know. I mean, um, Nafisa comes regularly. Divya Bakshi. Divya comes regularly. Okay. No, but I am copyright now. Now copyright. Thank you, Maya. I got my copyright. Applause. You're welcome. There you go. Okay. So, <laughs> Maya, how was your weekend? I'll ask you first, and then my friend uh, Anita. My weekend was good. Uh, the I had a wedding. Right. Ooh. So the wedding was great. Have you been going to wedding since last Tuesday? If this I'm is the same one. No, I started on Monday last week. Oh. And then it finished on Sunday. That was the reception. Oh my. The wedding was God. on Friday. Indian wedding? Yeah. And then um it was nice to have the day off on Monday. I went to Deer Lake and then we did some paddle boating. Okay. My legs are now hurting because <laughs> I didn't realize how hard it was to actually paddle boat. Yes. Um but it was very nice. Uh geese you know how we, canadian geese are insane um yes. a goose actually bit my friend's toe they are so aggressive <laughs> they've so been aggressive bad. for a long time i remember when we bought our house but where were you paddle boarding you should get away from the geese no. we tried there's just too many on deer there's lake oh you geese. should go on the ocean y- yeah but then right now there's an like e coli going on out there oh just in case you fall into the water yeah like there's like some so area the sun, that sunshine coast is great Yeah, that's There's different. No e. though. That's yeah. different. That's like the yeah. Okanagan. Uh no, not not the Okanagan. No, it's uh, it's on Gibsons. Gibsons oh, is like uh, from Horseshoe Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it called the House Sunshine Sound. Coast? Sunshine Coast, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Sunshine Coast, Meha. Mm. I remember the very first time I went paddle boating in Deer Lake was good 40 years ago. You wow. actually went paddle boating? Yeah. Like you stood on a board and paddled with the ba- paddle? No, boating. Um, so yeah, boating. the board. Yeah. No, yeah. boarding. Board. No, no, no. So no. you went paddle boating. boating. No, boating. boating. So you sit down and oh, paddle boating. Like, oh, like paddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought you meant paddle boarding. Yeah, everyone gets them confused. That one's hard. Oh, that's I, fun though. I I did it like 
last year. I was 55 years old. No, 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 here in the Sunshine Coast. Uh, my daughter and her wife, they took me with them. We found a cove and they have their own paddle board. And, you know, or at one time there was me, Meredith, and our dog on the paddle board. <laughs> wow. And I was like... Oh my gosh, that's it was awesome. awesome. I love when I see dogs on those. It's so cute. I've got a picture of that. That's <laughs> awesome. So, um, no, it, it, it's a lot of fun. You, it's a lot you, of fun. You, number one, um, tone your body. You do? You do oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't both, see that happen them, to me. Both of them actually, I think, require quite a bit of like energy. Yours, yes. yours is upper, upper body strength when you have the oar and you yes. are pushing your way along. Yes. Um, and then for the paddle boating, you're 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 pedaling. So pedaling, you're sitting yeah. in the tiny boat and you're pedaling all along Deer Lake, and that one is tiring too, because then your legs are getting worked out. And it seems like Deer Lake is small. It is not. It yeah, is. I know. It I felt like the lakes in forever. Canada are huge. Even mm -hmm. in Ontario, when I, I I once drove from Boston to Vancouver, right, and those lakes look like oceans. They do. Like they actually, you know, the water's flowing in yeah. and out, and it's yeah. like uh, it's unbelievable. It is. It Just really opened awesome. my eyes. That was like I don't know, ten, fifteen years ago. My younger sister had done the Canadian driving. I did Canadian too. I didn't go yeah. into the U.S. You did, oh, she did it from. Uh, Newfoundland to all the way up to uh, Victoria. Oh wow! And in car. Wow! All alone by herself, and she was driving her BMW Z. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Oh called. my God! I'd yeah. be so bored. Bored? <laughs> yeah. No, she's very rich. So, so, so you actually you've got music. You've got driving, which yeah. itself is a... I get bored on my 30-minute drive to work. But to be fair, there's no mountains and beautiful extra scenery, no, right? Well, to be honest, yes. To be honest, that that would bore you because uh, if, if that's how far your, you know, attention, attention yeah. span is. <laughs> because uh, on the Canadian side, there's miles and miles of just flat ground yes. and hay, hay rolls. Yes. Oh. for miles and miles. That's boring. That's I got a ticket. Yeah, very boring. I, I got I got a ticket. But then, uh, you know, and I don't know. I, it's 220 kilometers? <laughs> no, we're not going to advertise that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, you, because those roads are flat and you can see for miles. Mm -hmm. So you, you feel like... Like, why not? Yeah, you know, your, your feet become like lead yeah. and they just settle down there. <laughs> and the car zooms. Yes, because right. there is no question of meeting with an accident because there is nobody you can see in the foreseeable because you can see really far down mm -hmm. but yeah okay so how did we get there pedaling and then paddling and then yeah <laughs> entertainment, <laughs> entertainment. Okay. how to amuse yourself on so a holiday Canada Day came and went first of July came yes. and went many people got their order of Canada on Canada Day oh my god yeah, isn't that just beautiful Many people got their order of Canada. And so we've got a list of those people. We will be reading them out later on. We will be. Yes. Okay. Now, um, you have some news? I do. Um, I wanted to kind of stay on the topic of being on the water and swimming yes. out there. So uh, last week I did a news story and I talked about how a lot of officers are now saying that you need to be careful because summer is coming around. They have a lot of drowning incidents that happen, oh, yeah. usually with um, male, like men, because they, they always drink and they'll go in the water and then they'll float off and not realize how far the current will take them. So there's a lot of things. If you are going to go out into the lakes or into the oceans, you have to be careful. Save your drink for later because they are now le like allowing you to drink at certain BC parks, parks yeah. right? So now because of that, be extra cautious. Um, so that didn't end with the end of COVID? 
No. Because that started during yeah. COVID. Now they're do opening it up again this year for certain Holy parks only. Crap. Yeah. So another thing I wanted to talk about as well was that um, apparently a group went out for a swim in BC and they found themselves fighting a brush fire. Um, and that was because of a gender reveal party. So what happened was they, you know, you can buy these explosive things that will, you know, shoot out pink or blue and then you'll show what gender your baby is. How so stupid can one be? Sorry to say that. Yes. Yeah, no, so well, that's just a, like a firework, but it must have gone in. What happened? Well, the so th- what they used was tannerite, which is um, a binary exploding target. Okay. So I don't know how they have like made it explode. I don't know. You know, I've seen that other people have used um, like rifles. Like those are things that people would use to make explosions. Okay. Cool. But these ones were being sold for like gender reveals, saying when you make this one explode, it will come out as a color. Right. So I thought maybe when we had all those forest fires like a couple of years ago because of gender reveals that we would now learn, hey, let's just stay away from these fiery ones and let's go to like eating a cupcake or, or cutting a cake that has color in it, you know. But apparently it hasn't stopped. Um, apparently 619 wildfires have happened this year. Because of that? No, no. And 305 of them have been human caused. All right. Yeah. So that's just in general. That's not just with gender reveals. It's just those are human cause that have happened. Smokers just throwing a butt carelessly without putting it out. You can actually get charged now for that. Yeah. If you you're in a be. park that and you smoke, whether it's even like an e-cigarette, if they catch you, you're gonna get fined. Yeah, you should. I mean, knowing what's happening with these forest fires and they're so devastating to to nature, to human life, to cattle, to animals, it's it's just, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense. It does not. Uh, so people should be fined for that, and, and I think that's important. But most of the time, this happens in the wilderness, and mm-hmm. you really don't know what happens there. There's very little control you can have. But, I mean, a gender reveal, whatever thing this is, caused a brush fire yeah. is, is shocking. And so they were they able to put it out? Uh, yeah, they were able to put it out. But they're just saying, like, hey, you know what, like... Stop it. Yeah, here's this is us raising awareness. This has gone too far. Yes, and, 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 and you know, anything like this, which is going to cause public harm or uh, destroy property, whether it's public or it's private, is... is and that, too, I mean, this could lead to human life loss, cattle loss, animal loss. I mean, I just can't even imagine. Exactly. There was a nice story about a young woman who went out hiking... Uh, and Golden Ears Park yeah, and just got lost and two days later she came out she came out herself yes mm-hmm. which was just amazing which was fantastic and she was well prepared for it too well she said that um, you know she when she realized that she was lost she could hear whistling and yeah. she can hear people and she could see flashlights later yes. on but she couldn't like find them and then when she tried flashing her light no yeah. one was able to see it yeah uh, her first instinct was to go to a body of water mm. so she found a river and then she filled up some water so then she can be prepared for that and she said mm. she laid there and she mm. was terrified she was losing hope mm. she's like i don't think anyone's gonna find me yeah but i believe she was moving right yeah so after like she slept or whatever then she started to actually try finding her way she's like i'm determined i'm gonna find my way home mm. so then she just kept fi- like searching and searching and searching and she ended up coming out but 50, wow. like, was it 50 hours later? Mm-hmm. Insane. Yeah, I was, I was listening to the same thing, and they were saying one of the f- first things you should do if you do get lost mm. is, uh, you know, call, because that's when 
the moment you realize you're lost, call somebody and then stay put because your battery will die and people can't find you, right? Your mm. cell phone. Now everybody has a cell phone and I'm assuming she had one too. But if you keep moving, then it becomes very hard for search and rescue because... Uh, she said she could see the... Yeah, so then she should have stayed in one place, yeah. right? But that must have been much later because her battery must have gone by then. I don't know the full details. All mm. I heard was on the radio that, you know, the first rule of getting lost is to stay put in one place because search and rescue is easier for them to find you. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, the, the first rule of getting lost is not, oh, I'll be able to find my way out, is to first contact somebody, right? Yeah. While you have your yeah. cell phone working. But if you have service. Right. For me, I don't know. My service is so bad. But I even if you don't have service, I think they can somehow ping your location. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Yeah. You don't need to be, uh, the location of the phone can be pinged. Okay. So that's the advice that I was hearing from these experts were that, uh, you know, don't wait 40 minutes to finally acknowledge that you're lost. The moment you're lost, you should try. If you can't, then at least try staying yeah. put in one place yeah. so that uh, they can find you. That makes a lot of sense. Um. Anita Dalakoti is in the studio today. Um, usually, uh, first Tuesday of the month is Navisa Mirali. But thank you for coming in in, in her place. And she'll Always. be here next week. Um, and next July 11th is Hazina Mam's birthday. So, you know, um, that is an auspicious day for Navisa to come into the studio. I see, I see. Yeah. So let's just uh, take a short commercial break. Absolutely. We've got a fantastic program today. Anita, did you pay all your property taxes? Yes, I did. Wow, that is fantastic. And those are I'm poor now. <laughs> <laughs> and all the municipalities are rich. Do you know which is the richest municipality? Vancouver? I will, I will tell you after this short commercial break. Okay. Let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Thank you, Maya. Spice Radio, Radio Room Gyms. program or... Hamare Saath, Anita Dalakoti hai. And as just before we went into the commercial break, I said that uh, aaj last day hai for property taxes and kuch uh, municipalities ke liye kal last day hai. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know about the kuch municipalities. Yeah. I only knew, like, in all my tax, like, I, I have, you know, I have properties in Maple Ridge and North Van and Gibsons. They're all July 4th. I didn't see anybody else. So you said Burnaby? I think Burnaby, I heard that. Let's just confirm it. Yeah. Talking about Burnaby has, is the only municipality that I know of that has a fantastic contingency fund. It is the richest municipality in the lower mainland. That's interesting, and that's uh, good to know. Yeah. You know, with property taxes, one needs to, like, you know, uh, there was a time when property taxes were far behind what the actual market value was. That's right. Now I, now I feel that they're too much ahead of what the actual market value I know, is. I know. So I'm not even sure if that is true for everybody, but uh, it, it, it appears that uh, the municipality is now really, um, I don't know, is it an effort to raise taxes because they need the money, or is it an actual evaluation of the property? Now, you know, when you get evaluated, you, you, for people who are going to sell, it's great. Mm. But people who are not going to sell, uh, so whether it's commercial property or it's personal property, it is a huge burden, mm. you know, especially for those people who are there in their houses, their senior citizens, or mm. even young people are starting off, and, you know, they've just got into their houses. The taxes actually have a huge impact on, you know, uh, you know how they're going to be paying for it. Um, one of my commercial properties went from, like, well, two years ago it was 14000 
Then it became 18,000 something. Now it's 24,000. Can you imagine? That's that ridiculous. That's disgusting. That is really bad. And, 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 and I wonder whether it's, that's the real value. Now they give you a chance and mind you, if you are looking at your taxes and you feel that you know, the taxes are too much, they've risen too much, and it's not fair, or it's, you know... But you have a, but you have, uh, Anita, you have a fixed time when you can... Yes, contest it. That's what yeah. I wanted to point out, yeah. is that people can't contest it. But, but Shushma, honestly, between your 9 to 5 job or your, you know, 9 to 10 job, <laughs> yeah. you have no time to do that, and yeah. you wonder where it's going to go, what's going to happen. Um, but I think more and more in certain locations where the increase has been ridiculous, People have that means of contesting it and giving the reasons why, and they should do it. Now that everything is online, I think um, they should have um, a portal where you can, uh, the minute you get your Taxes. assessment, no, BC assessment, assessment, right? the minute you get that, that comes out in January, February. And from then on till July, you've got enough time to contest. Right, because it, it seems, uh, and honestly, I'm not a realtor, and I am not a mortgage broker, but I f it feels like these property prices are getting so high. Yes, they are. And uh, is that the real value that you can sell your property for? I doubt very much, but having said that, you you are very right. You started at what nine thousand dollars? I remember fourteen, yeah, fourteen, and went to fourteen. Twenty-four. It's, it's just two years. Two years. So ours started at about four five thousand, and then one um, year I suddenly noticed a doubling of the property taxes, and went to dollars per unit, and now it's sitting at sixteen thousand dollars per unit. Uh, your commercial properties, right? That's right. Uh, you know, the thing about commercial properties is if you're not using it yourself, yeah. you have triple net, so your That's tenant right. is paying for it. But there is still a limit to, you know, they talk about housing crisis, that you, you know, so-and-so can't buy, the uh, non-residents have to pay higher. Mm -hmm. We're trying to make it uh, easy for people to find housing. And then you have such high property taxes. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's forcing people... Uh, you know, now it's become a reality. People have to do find some other way of uh, getting income, even for their primary residences, because it's becoming hard to pay the taxes. The government, um, federal government, uh, provincial government, and civic government needs to sit down together, all three of them, to discuss this, because people are going to be, there's going to be some sort of a revolt um, if, if this is not addressed. There's well, not enough money for housing. There's not enough money to eat. There is not enough money to eat, uh, Anita Dalakoti. People, when they go to, to a restaurant, instead of paying, you know, do you remember once upon a time, $18 per person would have nice lunch? Yes. It's now $26 per person Oh, lunch. my God. Yeah, you know, the thing is, I wonder, they have the minimum wages at 16 something but the real uh you know working wages, working wages yeah. as you mentioned last time was 24, 24 you said dollars. 24 dollars what they've come up with now is i believe that uh you know in surrey you have houses where you can have you know a lot of them they're illegal but you can have basements two or three basement suites and that's the way people are actually surviving yes, to yes. pay their uh, you know the the house taxes the, right. the utilities and everything else now i believe that's going to be law but Again, the discretion will be left at the municipalities. Now, this has, this has two, two, two effects. Mm. If you are in a single, um, 
uh, home family, yeah. uh, single family um, yeah. location. Yes. And that is what you wanted. Yes. So that there's less people. And, you know, now uh, I guess that could be taken away from you arbitrarily because mm. now, because of the expenses, a single home. So there are two sides to this. Mm. And I think government should be aware what they're doing. So if a house can now have four units, that's what they say. So one house, a single family house, can have four units legally, right? Which now I think will lead to higher taxes for one. Of course, you can have, you can rent it out so you will make some money to pay all of this. Mm. But at the end of the day, now you're having single home, single family locations converted into multifamily locations. Mm. So where do you draw the line? If someone wants to live in a locality that is a single-family house, it's not going to happen. It's going to change. Yes. Of course, it's not been implemented by the municipalities, but I think earlier this year, that's what the government came up with. But you know what, Anita? Uh, that single-family being given to four families and taking the rent from four families is only for the municipality or the province or the federal government because that money isn't going to go into the pocket of the person whose house it is. It's going to go to the government as taxes. Well, I believe this was part of the affordable housing, right? Yeah. So, But this is not giving you affordable housing in terms of ownership. It's giving mm -hmm. you affordable rent, I guess. So they're trying to bring down the rent as well. So, I mean, I understand the logic. There must, there must have been a lot of studies mm. before they came to such a you know, decision. Uh, I do know that in places like Surrey, there are people who are getting incomes, multiple incomes, and that makes it affordable for people to live. Because otherwise, right now, um, like I'm selling a property in Squamish, mm. uh, it was rented to one old gentleman, he's now 80, for 15 years. Mm. His rent didn't increase for 15 years. Mm. It was He was just paying 1800 mm. That place can be rented for 4000 Wow. So now think about it. What are the options one has when one is buying a place? Who is buying a place right now? Mm -hmm. You know, the younger couples. They, they become picky about what they can buy yeah. for that money because real estate has become ridiculously expensive. It is. It is. For it is. those of us who invested, yeah, it's like a boom. Like, you know. Yeah, but once you sell, where are you going to go? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that is for but those of us who bought investment properties, yes. right? It is a boon. But at the same time, you wonder... Like, I actually really wonder, whoever's going to buy this place, how are they going to make the payments? No, they, they, it's going to be so difficult for them to and do Especially that. now with the bank payments, uh, you know, with the interest rates gone so high. But I do believe that by the end of next year, 2024, uh, inflation will stabilize a little and rates will come down. But they won't come down to the levels that they were. Okay, Anita, here, here is my prediction. Okay, I don't think the rates are going to stabilize. I think at the moment, this this month, maybe they will not increase the interest rate. They might leave it as is, but next month they will. Oh, no, definitely there will be an interest rate rise. You know why there is a rise, Shishma? Why? Because of inflation. Yeah, and it is the uh, central bank's sole job to bring inflation down. Yeah, but, but it's not coming down. Well, because people are not willing to believe what is happening. So when, you, when you're trying to sell a house and you get it, get the price, that means people are saying, oh, it'll only get worse, let me buy now. Mm. And that's what the government wants to stop. They don't want you to keep spending money. They want you to be afraid. But it seems like there's lots the of money to, to spend. 
So, yeah, but who is getting affected? Money makes money. Hmm. The rich are getting richer. The hmm. poor are getting poorer. So it is the central bank's job right now, their sole purpose to cause you pain. And if you don't get that through your head and you keep buying, keep buying, keep buying, and but keeping the economy going in that way, it's going to, so there's going to be, you're right, there's going to be a lot of pain. Right. Because there are going to be defaults. Yes. And, and the, the sad part here, as you mentioned just now, the sad part is the poor will lose their houses and the rich will continue gaining It's an more. opportunity for yeah. them to yeah. get more. But unfortunately, when you look at the bigger economy, they have no choice. It is their sole mandate. So I'm going to ask you another question, which is related to renting, okay? Um, but let's take a very short commercial break and come back. And the question probably is, can you rent your place? And what are the rules and regulations? If you're in a, in a house, what are the rules and regulations? If you're in a strata property, what are the rules and regulations Perfect. for that? Uh, Anita Dalakoti is in the studios today. If you have any questions, I encourage you to call her at 604-280-1200, 604-299-8863. This is our telephone number at the studio, and you can ask her the questions. Otherwise, um, just after, just before we end the program, I will give you Anita's telephone number as well, and you can contact her if you do not wish to talk over the air about your situation. Spice Radio or Radio Room, Jim Sundriya, Kap Shapka program hai. Hum baat kar rahe hai. Property taxes ki. Agar aapne nahi diye, to aaj aapka last day hai property taxes ka. And I wasn't able to find out about Burnaby. I will find out any minute. Dusri cheese, jab aap, um, aapke pas ghar hai, ya aapke pas apartment hai. Aap usse rent kar sakte hai. Aur agar aap rent kar sakte hai, to kisko rent kar sakte hai. Can you turn it, turn a property of yours into an air? BNB. Yeah, so you see, Airbnb uh, has become a way for people to generate some income yeah. from their own properties while living there. Now, Airbnb is a different story altogether. I do have an Airbnb, but uh, it's become, it's getting a lot of negative publicity. Oh. Okay, I'll explain that later. Okay. But it, to answer your question, huh. you know, now there are two kinds of people looking for properties. Properties, hmm. people who want to have their first home right the younger people younger generation they need a house because they're in a condo they're having a baby now for those people uh, they might think that they can airbnb a portion like a room right out so that they can maintain these high costs that are associated with property ownership but one one has to be very careful because i've seen people who go buying a property and say okay i'll be able to rent this out or ah. airbnb it out you know um, yeah. during weekends or because my location is perfect but then if you are in a condo or a stratified property, which could be a townhouse or anything that has a strata ruling it, you have to make sure you know what the strata rules are. And most often, a lot of stratas don't allow Airbnb. Okay, so uh, explain Airbnb. Because Airbnb can be two weeks, can be two days, can be two months. Yes. Uh, the likelihood of an Airbnb being two months is different. So that's considered okay because there are a lot of stratas that say we don't take short-term rentals. Ah. Okay, there are some stratas that don't take rentals at all, period. You have to be a homeowner mm. and you're going to be there and that's it. So that's one kind of strata. Then you have stratas that basically say, yeah, you can have rentals, but they have to be long-term rentals. So long-terms are like one-year leases or whatever. Mm. And there are those who say that no short-term rentals. By short-term rentals, they mean no daily rentals or two days or three days. A minimum is a 30-day stay. Mm -hmm. So you can have an Airbnb, but 
your person has to be staying, your, your Airbnb guest has to be staying there for over 30 days. Mm. Now, these things, while you think, oh, kisko pata hoga, neighbors are very, very, very <laughs> nosy. Mm. I, I can give you an example. Uh, some relatives of ours came from the U.S. and they rented this place on the Sunshine Coast uh, for, um, I think it ended up being, it's $700 a night, but when you put Airbnb fees into it, it's almost 850 a night, mm. right? So they ended up there. It's a six-bedroom, beautiful place and all. And from the day they entered, the next day, the neighbors were like, you're not supposed to be here. This is not supposed to be an Airbnb. Now, the question is, the guest doesn't care. No. Because he's paid his money. If they're That's not, right. that is the owner's problem. That's right. And so it makes for a very unpleasant situation. But I can assure you that now that they have left and gone, uh, the neighbors are going to kick up a fuss. Mm. And this is a single-family home. No strata. So now what it is, it is the rules of the city or the municipality that you're in. Hmm. Strata, like strata means anything which is multifamily, right? Hmm. So townhouses, condos, or, or uh, duplexes in a gated community, those are all strata. And hmm. they have rules. I mean, you can't even freaking put a pot out if it's in the wrong direction in some stratas. So if you're looking to invest or you're looking to gain some income through this, you must make sure what the rules are. Because you might get away with it for a short period, but after that, people are becoming really mean and, you know, they will make sure that the starter rules are enforced. Uh, if you're in a regular, like I said, in, in a single-family home, then you've got to make sure what the city laws are, city bylaws are, hmm. right? So I know in the Sunshine Coast, uh, the people in the Sunshine Coast don't like people to come in, but the municipality and the Sunshine Coast needs people. They, you of know, course. tourism is what keeps the city going. Um, but at the same time, there's so much local opposition to having, um, you know, Airbnbs or similar situations where, you know, it becomes a frat house. It's just partying, and 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 people have come down hard on that. And I think there are two. There's the town of Gibson's, the Seashells, and there's the SCRD, um, and they have different rules. So in order to be uh, Airbnb in most of these spaces, you need to be living there as a owner. Oh. So if you have a recreational property, uh, you live in Vancouver and you have a recreational property, you cannot Airbnb it. Oh, wow. So there are lots of rules around this. And, and by Airbnb, I'm using it generically as a short-term rental place mm. because there are many of them, right? Mm. It's like Uber, Lyft, there's Airbnb, there's, I don't know, a few others. Mm. So when you're purchasing a property for the purpose of investment or but you have to double, double check. With you should double that. check with what's okay. happening because, uh, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that um, that is out there in in property, um, uh, in purchasing a property and the use of that property. Hmm. So uh, I suggest everybody does have a look at that and make sure that, you know, it, it, it is affordable to you uh with the plans you have in mind for it mm -hmm. right so just check all of these things um every now you know just before you go in now when a person remember there was long time ago uh, people used to have houses and i think um vancouver city of vancouver allowed having a suite in your own house and surrey wasn't allowing that so people were illegally renting their suites now it's legal in surrey to have a legal suite. So what is the difference between a uh, number one legal suite and what is the difference between a illegal suite number two in both those suites does the income that the person who owns the house makes has to report on their 
taxes and also to the city? Yeah, so I'll explain to you. To, to begin with, uh, you know, the municipalities, when you build a house, there are very strict rules. Is this a single-family home? Uh, so they don't even allow you to build two kitchens if oh, it's a single-family right. yes. home, right? Yes. So when you're passing the plans, what mo a lot of builders do is they, they plumb it all. Yes. And then they leave it or they put it as a wet bar yes. in the basement. Yes. Right. So a wet bar, you're allowed to have water connection. Yes. Right. And then then they, <laughs> they convert it into a suite later on right. after it's past inspection and everything. That would be an illegal suite. OK. OK. So there are uh, municipalities. You can go ahead and build a legal suite. Yes. Uh, which means that your property taxes are yes. going to be higher. Ah. But you have the ability to rent out the to suite, you can have another yes. family actually live there. Mm. So uh, it's also, you know, when 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 you have a legal suite, uh, a lot of people just take cash as income, mm. right? Because nobody can figure out what cash is, and and right. it's 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 illegal technically. Right. When you have a legal suite. Uh, people still take cash because they don't want to report it as income. Ah. But the, the the right thing to do is to report it as income. Right. When you report it as income, you can then write off a whole bunch of other things. For example, uh, if it is your primary residence, remember um, in all my other talks I talk about what is tax-free? Mm. Your primary residence is usually tax-free mm. Okay, when you sell it. So a lot of people, younger people who are looking to you know build some assets, they, they buy a place. They live in it for a couple of years and then they sell it. Obviously, mm. in in Vancouver, since I've been here, you buy it for two hundred thousand, you'll sell it for three. You buy it for a million, you'll sell it for a million two. Mm. You always make some money in it, mm. and that is completely tax-free money. Mm. Then you're going in again to another place, and that again is your primary residence. So you can again flip that, and 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 it's perfectly legal to do that mm. as long as you're living in it for a year or two years. I don't know what the government rules are; they keep changing. But the other thing what you've got to remember is like uh, primary residence. I have a primary residence, and uh, I operate an office out of it. Mm. It's a registered office. There was a time when clients used to come and visit. No, now nobody comes to visit, mm. but still it is, it is an office. An office. So right. when you have an office in it, like, you know, there's so many aspects to this. From, from a tax perspective, uh, I can write off, so say I'm using 25% of my house uh, to gain income. So 25% of the house, all the bills that come in can be right. written off as a business expense. Okay. Whether I'm in a corporation or whether I'm in a sole Not proprietor. Twenty-five percent of that, just all the bills. No, so if it is only twenty-five percent of the house bills can be written oh, off. Okay. Right. So you basically. So what, what are the bills when you're using your house as an office, right? Your hydro, your, your hydro, water. your water, your taxes, okay. and everything else yeah. can be written off. Okay. At whatever you designate. Okay. Okay. okay as okay, your okay. thing. Yes. Now there's a flip side to that. Yes. Now. Ten years later, you're going to sell your house. Yeah. Remember, you are reporting all of this in your taxes. <laughs> so when you sell the house, uh, there is a calculation. Yeah. But I don't know how it's done. But by logic, it is 25% will not be tax-free. <laughs> because you were taking a tax deduction all through. Yes. In expenses yes. for your business. Yes. Which worked very well while you were doing it. <laughs> but then when you sell it, you say, well, but why? I'm not supposed to pay taxes. Yes. This is my primary residence. Yeah, but you also gained income from it. Right? My God, they get you. Whether now... Well, they, they have uh, to get you, right? That, that's, that's the system that Canada is built on. So that was, you know, your primary residence uh, situation. Yeah. But if you're making... Uh, so, so the same thing applies for uh, the legal or... The legal suites. Let's talk about right. legal suites. Illegal suites, well, it, you're not supposed to do it, so <laughs> what can I say about it? <laughs> Nothing else. Um, 
but if you do are discovered having yes. an illegal suite, the city yes. can actually make you demolish it at your cost. That's right. And I remember somebody getting to have do that. Yes, yes, they can do that. Yeah. The city does turn a blind eye yeah. occasionally, but it's not the right way to go. The best yeah. way to go would be to declare it a legal suite and actually be able to gain additional income from there and, you know, pay the additional income taxes. Uh, because when a portion of it is being rented and you're gaining income, right. then you have the ability to write off expenses. So in a primary residence, you can never write off your mortgage. That is why it is a tax-free asset. Ah, so yeah. our whole taxation system is a very complicated, sophisticated system. They will get you one way or the other. So uh, Either now or later. Yes, but also it is a fair system. Of course. So if people wanted to talk to you personally, Anita, can we give your telephone number out? Yes, absolutely. But I just would like to say that I am uh, a licensed mutual fund yes. <laughs> professional. I'm not a real estate professional. Yes, no. Right? We are having the real estate professionals tomorrow in the studio. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, Sunny Binder and uh, his uh, partner, Nidhi, uh, are going to be in the studios. And we'll ask them all these questions as well. Okay. And, and let people call in and ask. So, so but for, for, for financial advice. Yes. If they wanted to talk to you, what number should I give up? 778-998-998-8324. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Yes. I was just telling you the tax implications of a personal property, huh. a primary residence that is being used for business purposes or for rental purposes, hmm. um, you know, if it's done legally. Right. And you were asking, ki, um, you know, legal suites or illegal suites, what's the difference? Illegal suites, what's the difference? First and foremost. First and foremost, what's the difference? Right. Uh, because people can get away with it, but if you're caught, then the cost is too much to yeah. redo everything. Then there's a fine as well. That's right. And they will make sure, trust me, the city will make sure that it carries, it is carried through. And it will be added on to your property taxes. Uh, yes, because once... So they make you reno, or they'll make it into a suite, and then you get a property tax, and you get a fine, or they will make you completely remove it. If, mm. if, if it's not allowed in mm. that particular area to have a legal suite, mm. uh, and I don't know what the rules and regulations are. Builders would know that, and the city knows that, and you can always find that out. But I'm curious to see what's going to happen when the municipalities, uh, like I said earlier this year, the government said that you can take a single-family home and make it into four units, right, four rentable yes. units. So what happens then? Because there are two concerns there. As mm. I said, you know, uh, it's good in some yes. ways. There's affordable housing will be made. But then again, you're going to lose the concept of uh, single-family home localities completely. Right. So I think the government, even though it's come federal and provincial, they have given the municipalities the ability to decide which areas they can and cannot. So it's not flushed out yet, but it is going to be there. So I can imagine the houses that are, you know, all dilapidated, they will be immediately converted into, you know, duplexes. Mm. Or you can have four stories, four, four things, right? So there's going to be a lot of construction in Vancouver. I was driving to the airport the other day, and right. oh, my God, in the last 23 did, years that I've you, been here. Did you drive through Camby Road? Yes, I went and through Camby. And you see, it's all, all uh, single homes are gone. Yes, it's kind of sad in some it ways. Is very sad. Oh, and I found out that Burnaby is tomorrow. 
Oh, it is tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Property taxes, Burnaby residents, please pay it by today. <laughs> <laughs> deadline tomorrow. Hey. Well, the deadline to receive it is tomorrow. Huh. Right? Yeah. So if you're doing, like I pay all my taxes online through uh, No, it pay. goes instantly, doesn't it? No. It goes instantly out of your bank, but it doesn't get received instantly there. So will it be then, will they charge you interest? I haven't charged <laughs> On previous occasions when I was like two or three days late. Yeah, two and three days late. Yes. Lekin aapne jis din text, aaj agar mein paise daalti hoon, aaj deadline hai, aaj mein paise daal di hai, toh phir bhi wo mujhe charge karenge? It depends on the person you're going to meet. Technically, yes, they're allowed to charge you for no, one I, day I, delay. I don't, I don't understand that. That is, abhi mein abhi city of Burnaby ko phone karke, iske baare mein pata karti. Haan ji, pata karie, because they always say, make sure you're paying on time because we don't receive the money instantly. It's mm. not like an e-transfer. Mm. It is an EF bill pay. Is, 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 is it, it, the bank will take it out of your account, but overnight they send it to the other party. I hope you understand. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, we'll give So, we, I think we've got about three minutes. Yes. Achha, in three minutes, we will rewind. Rewind. Recap. Recap. Rewind. Okay. So, so recap let's see the, the, the topics that we yeah. covered. Property taxes, got to pay them today. Okay. Even the Burnaby is tomorrow. Everyone else was deadline was today. You should have paid it by yesterday. Yes. Uh, second, we were talking about primary residences and how they are tax free. Um, as, but, you know, if you use them for uh, generating purposes. income yeah. or writing off, um, uh, you know, any of the expenses, then that portion of it will not be tax-free. There is a calculation. It is complicated. The governments and your accountants will know how to do it. But you should be reporting that income on a regular basis in your tax returns. It serves many different purposes. Uh, then... And <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> to invest or you can just go to your own you know, financial advisors and make sure you, you actually invest that money. Yes. Because money sitting in the bank uh, doing nothing is nothing. Okay. Here is a silly question for yes, you. Yes. No silly questions. Um, government ne businesses ko $60,000 during COVID time. Hanji. Uska right? deadline. Uska deadline 30th of December. December hai. Okay. So which smart logo ne wo paise har mahine ek uh, account mein dalne shuru kar diye okay acha to wo account mein dalne se wo paise jama hote ja rahe hain to kuch smart logon ke paise agle mahine tak 40000 pure ho jayenge so if you pay before the 30th of december, december you only pay 40000 back out of the not 60000 60, yes. to 20000 aap write off kar sakte hain not write off aapko wapas nahi karne padenge aapko wapas nahi karne so mera sawal aapke liye ye hai anita dalakuti ki agar kisi ke paas 40000 abhi hain ha aur wo usme aur paise nahi dal rahe to wo 40000 nikal ke bank account mein se agar short term ke liye usko invest karna chahe is that the right thing to do or no no it, it isn't the right thing to do. I wouldn't advise someone to do it because, you know, there's a lot. You're going to lose 20000 if you're not able to produce the 40000 ah. by the end of this year. So because investments are volatile. But, yes, you can put it in a short-term GIC. 
a GIC, even though it'll give you two, three percent, uh, maybe more, a little more percent, uh, you know, four percent, I'm not sure. But I would not invest it in something which is in the market, which can go up or down. I got your point, and that answers my most important question. Yes. Don't take, don't gamble on things that are going to cause you harm. If it is a long-term investment, sure. This was the first time you had to do it. Right? The money that you got, $60,000, you had to invest in it. And when it was eating, at that time, the markets were going well. Now, the market is very volatile. That doesn't mean you don't invest money. Hmm. So, I'm just saying don't invest this $40,000, which you have to pay... In, in less than in, six months. In less than six months, yeah. Right? Uh, but you can invest it in a GIC. With that, we come to the end. That's your advice. With that, we come to the end of our show. We'll be here tomorrow. Kal, Sony Binder and Nidhi Binder. हमारे गेस्ट होंगे एंड विल बी टॉकिंग अबाउट रियल एस्टेट आपके पास जितने भी सवाल होंगे उसके लिए तैयार कर लीजिए सो दैट वी कैन आस्क दम स्टेट यून फॉर द ड्राइव होम ग्राइंड विद डीजे फ्लाइट एंड माया राइट हेयर ऑन स्पाइस रेडियो और नूतन आज स्टूडियो में हैं आपकी रिक्वेस्ट लेंगी रेडियो रिमझिम पे